Good morning, City Church. This is Chris Reddy, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. Do you ever read a passage in the Bible, especially in the Psalms, and think, what? One of our passages today is such a passage for me. In Psalm 26, David says, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind, for your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep away my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, and whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground in the general assembly. I will bless the Lord. Maybe it's just me, but when I read this psalm, my initial response is often, hypocrite. I mean, the author is David. Anyone who knows his story knows that he, in fact, failed to walk in integrity and had hands stained with the blood of Uriah. And, while to my knowledge, I have not murdered anyone so that I can cover up an affair with his wife, I know that my hands are no cleaner than than David's, and I can in no way claim to walk in integrity. So what are we to do with this psalm? Is it one that we read and say, that sounds nice, but it doesn't apply to me? No. We believe what Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.16, that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So we know that this psalm is both true and in the Bible for our good. So how can we understand this psalm to apply to David and to us? I think the answer comes through the doctrine of sanctification and our union with Christ. What is sanctification? The Westminster Shorter Catechism, a summary of what the Bible teaches that was written in the 1640s, says, Sanctification is a work of God's free grace, whereby we are renewed in the whole man after the image of God, and are enabled more and more to die unto sin, to live unto unto righteousness. We see this idea developed through much of the New Testament, especially in the epistles of Paul. Theologians such as John Owen have historically talked about two aspects of sanctification, mortification and vivification. Mortification is our dying to sin, whereas vivification is our putting on more and more the likeness of Christ. This is what we mean when we talk about growing in Christ or having a new heart. As Christians, we are daily, inch by inch, growing to look more and more like Jesus. But the Bible is also clear that in this life, we will never be free from sin. If you doubt that, look at Romans 7, 15 through 25, where Paul mourns the sin that continues to plague him and all of us. But God has promised that for those he's begun a good work in, i.e. those he has justified and is sanctifying, he will bring it to completion. Which brings us back to Psalm 26. How can David write that he has walked in integrity How can I pray those same words with David? Because God's promise to finish his work is sure. 
so sure is the finished work of God in us that it is fair to say not only are we who are in Christ being sanctified, but in a very real way we have been sanctified. It is done. Through Christ's death, we are united to him and receive his holiness. And you know who can pray Psalm 26 and it not look hypocritical? Jesus. He did walk with integrity. He was tested, tried, and found perfect. He walked in faithfulness. His hands were innocent, and it was his blood that was shed by hypocrites and evildoers. And through his death and resurrection, we are united to him and his holiness. His integrity is ours. His innocence is ours. His faithfulness is ours. Therefore, we can pray Psalm 26 with confidence, because through Christ, it is true of us. And yet, we are also called to pursue growing into this likeness. We are to seek to imitate Christ in integrity, faithfulness, innocence, trust in God, and all of life. Are you seeking to grow in his likeness today? Am I? I encourage us all to take a moment and ask ourselves that question and to pray that it would be true. So today, I pray for you that you would rest in God's finished work, that you would seek to walk in faith in the likeness of Christ, and that you would have the confidence to pray Psalm 26 boldly. Stay well and do good. City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.